What's up, Zach Oatsier, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, a customer experience and marketing platform that gets you more reviews, more feedback, and more revenue. Want to learn more? Visit OvationUp.com. Welcome, everyone, to Give an Ovation. We've got Joe here with us. And uh, Joe, thanks for joining us, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, I was, I was telling Joe, Joe's got like, he's got like a real man beard. I've got like a little, little baby beard here. You're, but you're well on your way to a man's beard. <laughs> yeah, just maybe, depends on your industry. Yeah, maybe in like three years, I can get down to you there. And for those of you who aren't watching, just know, I want you to visualize like the perfect looking lumberjack with a trim haircut, and that's Joe. So anyway, uh, today we have an awesome bite-sized given ovation today. Um, we're going to talk about hiring. Now, Toast put out an industry report in 2019. They did the same thing in 2018, or on 2019 and 2018. And in both reports, they had the same finding, which is that hiring and training talent is one of the top frustrations for restaurant owners. So Joe's going to come on and, and share with us some of his uh, tips and tricks and uh, what he does. So Joe is currently the recruiting and business development manager at Source One Hospitality out of Chai Town, Chicago. Uh, cutting his teeth in hospitality over 20 years ago, Joe made the transformation to the recruiting world to assist in growing the boutique hospitality search from um, hospitality search firm into multiple markets. He currently oversees relationship management for uh, the company Source One, in addition to corporate and unit level recruitment for some of the company's high level restaurant and hospitality clients. So, again, Joe, thanks for joining us, man. Like I said, happy to be here. Looking forward to it. Should be a fun little uh, little segment today. Yeah. So let's let's start off. You've been in this industry for a while. Um, you know. Uh, what are some of the problems that you're seeing in the restaurant uh, hiring space? Why, why is it one of the biggest issues that people are facing year over year? Uh, you know, I think to begin, restaurants start off as a platform for people to jump into and work as secondary income. And they just kind of fall into the rut of restaurants. Mm -hmm. And then they look and they feel like they're entitled to have the next step because they've been in it. So you have a, a pool of candidates that's massive, but the talent isn't always super qualified. So I, I think that's a number one. Um, number two, you look at the millennials that are in this workspace and it's a totally different dynamic. They're not willing to work the 85, 90 hours that their predecessors have worked, uh, especially the chefs. Um, yeah. I looked at a stat 29% uh, of people work second jobs. 42% of the lazy millennials are working second jobs. So hmm. there's a, a huge amount of people that want to do more than just one. And so for them to sit down and just have one job, they just choose not to. Uh, and then the last thing is just the food movement. I mean, food is popular everywhere. And we're now getting out of chain restaurants and sliding into this more independent ownership where food is first, um, craft and, and cocktails. And there's not enough talent to serve all of these great things. So you're being forced to hire some sub 
subservice talent. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and you know, I, I recall a situation. I went to Japan and I, uh, I went to, a, uh, I, was in, I was in Tokyo at a mall and there was a millennial who was behind the counter and I ordered just a chicken bowl. And the way that she put that together, it was like she truly cared about how that looked. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I don't know if it's just culturally or what, but I don't, I don't see that happening a lot here in the States about people like really caring that much and like implementing everything that they were trained on. I mean, is that, is that something that you, that you would agree with? Absolutely. Um, again, I think in this space, you'll see some of those people that really truly care and that truly get it. And then you see the others that are just in the position because they've been there. Um, but when you can see it, you're like, Holy cow, this is amazing. This is not something that we're used to seeing. Um, they get it and they're the ones who we look for because that's what our clients are looking for. Yeah. So along with that, when you are looking at these, um, you know, training and recruiting, what what is more important do you think? Is it, is it more important to find the people to train or is it the fact of like, I can train anyone? Uh, I think it's a fine mixture. Mm. You know, the, the the biggest challenge for us when we're sourcing and finding people is, you know, the first interview is always their best, right? They're going to put their f- best foot forward, at least they should be. Um, so you kind of have to weed through that. And in our space, we talk to so many people, we can see through that quite quickly. And we can tear that down and really find out where the truth lies. Once you can find somebody that, is truthful and honest and really wants to work, um, may not have all of the all the true skills, but they possess the urge to want those skills, those people are super trainable. But it's the ones that think they're better than they really are. And uh-huh. they say, yeah, I'll, I'll learn and I want to learn. And then you get them training and they're like, okay, I got it. And then the training goes out the window and they go back to you know, what brought them there in the first place. Yeah. So have you seen a lot of your clients before they got to you that they kind of were like, Hey, I could do this by myself. And then they end up spending a lot of, a lot more money than they would have just because they're hiring the wrong people. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Not, not everybody's willing to admit that, but yeah, I mean, we see it all the time. <laughs> um, they say to us, we've gone through X, Y, and Z recruiters. You know, we've tried to hire in house. Uh, we're just not having any luck. We hire people, they leave, we have to fire them. Um, you know, what is it? Is it us? And we say, well, yes, in fewer words, it, it may be. Give us an opportunity and let's see what we can bring. And more often than not, we bring some different candidates to the table that end up really working out. So along with, so Joe, you, you mentioned about people leaving. Why is it that there is such an incredible turnover? I mean, in some restaurants, I've heard about, you know, triple digit turnover uh, in, in not just in a year, but in like a six month period that they're having like over 100% turnover of, of some of their, especially their frontline staff and things like that. What, what do you feel like, wh- why is there such a high turnover in this industry as opposed, to, as opposed to others? So, you know, if you look at frontline and, you know, it's really two phase, right? So you've got your front of house, your service staff, the ones that are really the face of the business. And then you have the ones back of house you don't see, but that will make kind of everything that you're at the restaurant for. Right. So front of house, servers are, they're driven by green, by cash. So 
a new restaurant opens up, chances are if they're not making what they think they should make, they're out. They're going to a new spot. Um, other ones just don't really cut it, and they just keep bouncing around trying to find their place. Back at house, if they can make a quarter more, they're going to go to the next place, and they'll just keep going. Or if their chef leaves, they'll keep going. And that's just for you know your hourly people. You get the same thing with salary managers and chefs. Because there is such a need for good people, um, they follow where they think they'll go. And people aren't as concerned anymore about Oh, looks like we lost Joe. It's Joe there. Oh, Joe, you back? I'm back. Okay, there we go. We lost you at uh, people aren't concerned anymore, and we'll just we'll just edit that in. Okay, um, people aren't concerned anymore about resume jumping. Um, it's oh. you know the seven year itch is is gone, especially in the space. If you can find a manager or a chef that's been somewhere for two or three years, um, they're they're considered tenured. So yeah. <laughs> I think that is, that's really, you know, the, the, the biggest, biggest difference. People just aren't concerned any longer. So when someone is listeners, viewers who are watching or listening to this podcast, what are some things that they can do to, to help solve this problem? Cause obviously, you know, like for example, I, I went to uh, Popeye's the other day. I finally caved and had one of their chicken sandwiches. And then uh, for the next two weeks, I actually had 10 more chicken sandwiches. Good for you. But, yeah, right. And uh, I actually, true story, I did lose two pounds. So not well saying done. anything, but uh, you know. Um, so w- when I went there, they I tried to walk into the restaurant, and for those two weeks, they couldn't open up the um, the restaurant seating, and they only had drive through because everyone had a walkout. There was one mm-hmm. of the senior managers who quit, and everyone there at the location quit, besides like four people. And like the fifth time I was there, I go and order my sandwich and laid the drive through is like, Oh, you again. She goes, well, see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but they have problems like that. Right. And, and losing senior management is a really big problem. And like you talked about, they may, may follow the chef or things like that. So, um, and obviously you're you're working with everywhere from multi-location to, to smaller shops, um, but, but talk to me about what can people do to help curtail this problem themselves? You know, the starting is, is culturally is, you know, I mean, culture is big yeah. and it's often forgotten. You know, uh, some of these, some of these independents, um, usually are more at fault than larger corporate, but the independents, if they're not restaurant people, they don't understand. They think that, Hey, you have a job. You should be pretty thankful that I'm giving this opportunity. And yes, in some circumstances, that's absolutely true, but your doors don't open. Um, and you can't have people sit down. There's nobody in the building to take care of them. I eat Popeye's. Yeah. So, you know, that's massive. And just understanding that there are a hundred other opportunities for most of these people to find in the local market that they can go and take their talents elsewhere. So I think it's just being really mindful that people are people. Uh, yes, they want to work. They want to provide a service. But, you know, it's, it can be a very thankless industry. 
Yeah, that's a great point. And you'd mentioned something before about how, how to go about recruiting and getting the right people on there. And you'd given me a couple of really interesting tips about job boards and LinkedIn. I would love for you to share that as well. Yeah. So, you know, when people are doing it independently, because let's face it, the recruiting world, it's not cheap, um, but it's not overly expensive. It just, it all depends on what your time's worth. But if, you know, you don't have the opportunity to afford that, um, job boards aren't the worst thing in the world, but I think there's way are there better ways to spend your time. Somebody that's looking for a job actively, um, and is on job boards, they will apply to every single job that sits in their email box. So if it looks like an opportunity, they're going to hit apply. So you'll get flooded with a hundred resumes, which you have to dig through. It's just, it's not the best way to do it, especially if you have other things to do. So, um, learn how to canvas with LinkedIn. It's a super useful platform. It's one of the biggest ways that we canvas and that we connect with people. Um, and it's cheap. I mean, the regular version costs you nothing and you can get into the premium version for $29.99 and that gives you a little bit better search features. Um, use Google. I, I say it all the time, Google University, it's, it's a, the best tool. Watch a couple videos, they can show you how to get through LinkedIn. Uh, sorry about my dogs. Oh, you're fine. Um, we love dogs. I, I love my dogs. Um, you know, and then step back and use your personal network. Um, you've talked to people, you use other restaurants in the area, uh, reach out to other owners and see if they know anybody. If they've had good interactions, but just didn't have a fit for someone, they shouldn't be selfish to push them away. They should push them to you. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the last thing is, Social media is huge. I mean, everybody has got their face in their phone or in their computer. Mm -hmm. um, so get on social, you know, put up some posts, um, reach out to your friends. You can draw people in with just a photo. And that way you can draw some talent in and it's quick and it's grassroots and it's not so time consuming because you look at your phone, you can flip it away and then you can move on to the next. Yeah, I love that. And, and something that um, you had mentioned as well, is kind of being honest with yourself about what what are you looking for and and what do you what rates are you paying right so for example you don't want to pay um looking for unicorn status and you're paying donkey wages right I, I absolutely mean, like, how do you how do you kind of get the an honest pulse on is is what you're looking for and what you're paying for realistic you know, it's, that's where we can really come in. Um, we have such a good pulse on the market. Not that we've created the pulse, but we're seeing what people are paying and <clears throat> usually have a better idea of what somebody's worth just based on what the position level is and what the job duties are involved. Yeah. So if you're looking for a chef that's going to do everything that a corporate chef would do, but you're going to pay him like a sous chef wage, it doesn't work out. You'll get them in the building, but they're gone as soon as they find another opportunity. Yeah. So, you know, really understand what the market's calling for. And um, like Glassdoor, so you can see some true salaries and try to find out really what it's worth uh, because you'll find better talent if you can be super honest with yourself and with the candidates that you're bringing in.
Love that. So going along, you were saying that this is why a lot of people come to you. So tell us, Joe, like what, what does Source One Hospitality do? Who, what types of people do you help and, and how do they reach out to you? So um, we are a different recruiting platform or recruiting company than most. Um, we are super high touch and we bring a different level of service to both our clients um, and our candidates. You know, our model was built around creating and maintaining real relationships so we can mass, match the best talent with the best companies and restaurant and hospitalities. So, you know, our focus really is all things hospitality um, mm-hmm. that are salaried positions. Hourly is just so tough for us uh, because we are not, you know, we're, we're paid based off of a salary, not paid based off an hourly, like a staffing company, our parent company, for example. Uh-huh. Um, so we do everything from front of house management, uh, all chef, and then anything corporate level. So we work on all types of roles um, and kind of the, the more, uh, like the small the role is as far as frequency, we really like, it's just something that we don't get to work on all the time. Um, yeah. Kind of keeps our juices flowing. Uh-huh. Um, you know, as far as pricing, you know, we are contingency based, which makes us different than a lot. So we come on and we don't cost you anything. Uh, we'll start the search. We find you the people, we put them in front of you, you hire them, we get paid. It's, it's really, really simple. If you don't like what we're bringing, then we don't cost you anything. So that's yeah. something that people often don't know about. And then the last thing that is really neat is we spend a lot of time working with candidates and finding candidates and grooming candidates for our clients. We don't just take resumes and throw them at her and like, hey, try this guy. He looks like he's pretty good on paper. We spend the time qualifying and pre-screening so that we make sure they're the best candidate for you. Um, we also offer reference verification, which a lot of companies don't. And if they do, they're charging an additional fee. And then lastly, we have free candidate replacement inside of 90 days. So hmm. if the candidate doesn't work out, something egregious happens, um, we'll replace them for, for no charge. If it just wasn't the right candidate for your business and you decided to let them go, different story, but that's really what makes us, you know, different than your larger recruiting houses. Love that. So, you know, if, if you're having some issues, especially with uh, middle upper management in your restaurant, get a hold of Joe and Joe, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can go to our website, source1hospitality.com, or send us an email at info at source1hospitality.com. Awesome. Well, for tackling the biggest problem in restaurant industry today in hospitality, today's ovation goes to Joe and Source One Hospitality for tackling this problem. So appreciate you, Joe, for what you're doing and uh, helping these restaurants out and appreciate you for coming on giving ovation. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate the time, buddy. Okay. Glad you're with us today and thank you. The risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed, you're the ones who truly deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to ovationup.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And remember, be sure to give someone in your life an ovation today.